When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. Alright everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 112. My name's Turner Sparks. I am Mordechai Kaplinski, in honor of Happy Hanukkah, everybody. <laughs> you can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Mordechai Kaplinski <laughs> at KAP, Captain America, on Twitter. Also, we're on Instagram. Where do you find us? Captain America on Instagram. We're lost in America on Instagram. We're lost in America on Twitter. And you've really, 112 episodes in, you're a friar now. Say the ha. Get the ha. You always forget me. I am Turner Sparks oh, on yes. Instagram. You gotta sell yourself. Oh my God. So, the ha, ha. Come on, work on it. Get More it. to hide Paplinski. Get the spit out there. Ha. Paplowski. Kaplinski. Kaplinski. That's the name in the old country, apparently. When we came over to Ellis Island, they just like, they got lazy. At the, they just knocked the SKY off. Oh. So there we are. We're Kaplan. There you go. <laughs> on the podcast today, we have you and me and nobody else. That's very disappointing. I'm leaving. No, we don't need anyone. Fine, you can leave. Just me. <laughs> All right. No, we don't want anyone else, Kevin. We've had too many guests recently. Everyone's been telling me on the streets. They're stopping me. They go, hey, you got to stop having guests. Really? It's better when it's just you They two. like us? They really like us? They like us better. Wow. Look at that. Thank you, people. No offense to all of our guests. Yeah, I like our guests. But you're all equally bad. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just us two. Because I've been all over. I was in uh, all over Pennsylvania. I was all over New Jersey. (laughs) I was all over New York City. (laughs) All over. And I was in Florida. You were in South Florida. Right, which is, that's traveling far for for me. AKA New Jersey South. Yeah, New Jersey South. And we got to find out what's going on. But before we get to you and me, you, well, let's get to you. You have something to complain about. What's going on? Yeah, I got a little bone to pick, but the, uh, the irony is I'm going to pick a bone with people who I don't think are going to know that I'm picking a bone with them. Because a few, I, here, let me explain. I, I'd say about a month ago or so, we had a podcast where I mentioned that Ruby, my daughter, dropped a giant bottle of vodka on her head. Yes. Hit her in the head. She calls it a bottle of vodka. Yes. Hit her, and she calls, she says the kids call her crack kid Ruby because she had a crack in her head. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's being bullied. I, in the same episode, I mentioned that I dropped a weight on my dick. Yes. <laughs> and I was at a very scary situation, never having any more kids. The whole thing was, I thought, worthy of, oh my God, did both those things really happen? Yeah. You know how many of my supposed friends have mentioned this to me? Because I didn't tell either of those stories to anybody other than on the podcast. Let me guess, a hundred. You got the zeros right. You're missing the one. Nick's the one. Nobody. Zero? Not one. Not even the ombudsman of the pod. Weber has mentioned it. Oh, he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, my mom, my mom's listener, shout out Jane Kaplan. She mentioned she was a, she was like so mortified that Ruby, a bottle of vodka. I'm like, oh. <laughs> she was mortified? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I none of my friends listen. So, you know what? I'm free to just let it rip now. I'm going to. Great, I'm great gonna attitude. Tell all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell all their dirty laundry. I'm hanging out to dry. Let's start. Blue shirt, oh, Weber. Yeah, yeah, where's Blue shirt? He's our lawyer. He they're, should be listening. For they're it. all schmucks. Yeah. So, great, Cap. All so right. That's so it. I'm free. It's a new Let's Kaplan. Go. A new Kaplan. For 2019. For 2019, yes. Cap, pre- I want to say I got a few things to promote. First of all, fun time and all those places I was just touring, Atlantic City, Philadelphia, Allentown, PA. We'll get to all that. But coming up, this oh, tomorrow night, this Thursday night and Friday night, that is December 
sixth and seventh, I will be in Farmington Hills, Michigan, aka Detroit, Michigan. Aka <laughs> with it's outside. Aka the white part of Detroit. Like, what does I that mean? I believe so. It's nine mile or eight mile. Eight mile. Wait, no, eight mile. No, nine mile. Oh, okay. It's a mile. So away M and M, and then you move another mile. You go a mile up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and that's where I'll be. That's and, right. you're, uh, not, you're not in a rap battle. I don't think so, uh, but anything can break out. Mm. You never know. Rap battles break out on the street. Yes, uh, in in Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> so I'll be there doing stand up comedy with Drew Freilich, who's a uh, old friend of mine, and a comic and, and a rapper, and a comedian and a rapper. So get tickets to that. I think it's Thursday night. Might already be sold out. Friday night there might still be a couple tickets Go left on Twitter. Right. Go on Twitter and find him at, at Drew Freilich or something like that. Or just uh, find me. Go to my website. It's all, all the information uh, there, turnersparks.com. Also, coming up soon, January 19th, I will be in Boston, Massachusetts for the first time. The first time since you since my wedding? First time since your wedding. Well, she, first you time not, doing- You didn't play it. You didn't stand, do stand at my wedding, right? I did not do stand-up comedy at your <laughs> wedding. I don't think I was a stand-up comedian. And so that's my first time doing stand-up comedy there. And then January 31st, I will be, be in Grand Prairie, Texas, a.k.a. Dallas, right outside of Dallas, Texas. Oh, Boston to Dallas. At the Uptown Theater, doing comedy there. And then I got a bunch more. Go to turnersparks.com to find out all about that. Kaplan, Amazon. Yeah. It is the holiday season. It is Kwanzaa. It is Hanukkah. Hanukkah right, right now. now. Right now. Last second Hanukkah shopping. It is Christmas coming up. It is New Year's after that. It is Martin Luther King Day after that. It's Valentine's Day after that. President's Day, let's not forget. President's Day. In honor Day. of George Bush, you got to buy gifts for presidents this year. Exactly. <laughs> buy a gift for all your presidents. <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to be gone soon. If you ever want to get Jimmy Carter, that special gift on Amazon, yes. now's the time. By the way, who, not do getting younger. who do you think is our next president to go? I have a controversial answer. Well, I mean, if you did a death poll, obviously Jimmy Carter's like 94, so he's the odds-on favorite. I was going to go with Trump of a heart attack. <laughs> Trump? He's I in very he, bad shape. I think, though, he's like one of those people who's like, he like there's certain fat guys who can do anything. Yeah. Like, I don't think he would have a heart attack. Like, like that grandpa we all had that smoked 10 packs a yeah. day and lived till he was 120? Yeah. My, I mean, my, neither of my grandfathers ever ate a vegetable, but they lived for a long time. <laughs> really? they, were in, they were in better shape than Trump, though. So <laughs> Trump- He never so, ate a vegetable? I mean, Obama's going to live a long time. He's youngest. Sure. I think he's- And I think W's in pretty good shape. Good runner. I think so, Beto- yeah, Trump is going to go after Carter. It's Carter than Trump, I think. That's the order. I think Beto's going to live the longest. <laughs> are we going to- What are we going to do? Not to flash forward here, but like, what are we going to do when Trump dies? Like, is there going to be a national day of mourning? It's going to be so awkward. Yeah, there has that- to be. There- well- I mean, I guess. Right? If, unless he's in you jail. You can't not have a national What if he day? dies from jail? <laughs> he dies in prison. <laughs> oh, the, my The prison's gosh. half flat. Yeah, I don't know. It's What's his be- last meal? McDonald's. It's burger and fries. In prison. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Taco Bowl? Taco <laughs> Bowl? <laughs> from the Trump ballot. Trump what if he goes to prison and joins like the Nation of Islam and gets really, like, oh my does gosh. one of those things? Starts like, working out? Starts working out, becomes a Muslim, <laughs> just changes That'd everything. That would be amazing. Anyway. Sorry. So, off track. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Amazon. Amazon. Go to Amazon. All these holidays are coming up, so this is the time. we got to cash in. Ching, ching. Yeah. You go to lostinamericapod.com, click on the upper right-hand corner of the Audrey Murray book with an Amazon link. That'll take you back to Amazon. Then buy whatever you want. Buy that book, too. But buy whatever else you want, and then a portion of that comes to us. A lot of people have been doing it recently. Thanks to everybody. And if you control your company's purchasing account, buy all of it through us. We have a few yeah. people. Both of My wife does that now. Does your wife? Uh well, she did for a long time. Yeah, she's gonna start. I'm gonna go have yeah. a talk with her. And it's a great way. It's a great way to make a ton of money. Yeah, and, uh, it, I, for us. Yeah, and you know we need to make more money because Ikram 
Yeah. You know, he wants to take out Bezos. He wants to exactly. he wants to know what Bezos is paying us. He's a big so he's gonna pay us our int dollars based on what we make in Amazon. Yes. So I have you know. So get us more money, people. All right, should we get to Lost in America? Play the music. Play the music. All right, we're back, Kaplan. One thing to last on the Amazon to mention is that if you click that link, a lot of people say they click that link and then they somehow get kicked off or they they go they have to go do something else and then they don't know how to find the link again. If you click that Amazon link one time, it logs it as far as I know for the next 24 hours. So then yeah. just do your regular shopping. 24-hour shopping spree. Exactly. So figure it out. Kaplan, we're both lost in America. I think it's mostly me. Yeah, we uh, we yeah, we were pretty lost over is, the weekend. We went to we went out to uh, Staten Island. Uh, with uh, Yeah and with Randy, the whole pod family, all yeah. four of us went out <laughs> Big pod to outing. see Jimmy Schubert. Legendary pod guest. Legendary pod guest, Ranch of the Year winner last year, 2017. Ooh, th- those awards are coming up soon, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and a uh, fantastic stand-up comedian. So he was playing out in Staten Island. So we went out there to go. And before we went to the show, we decided to go get Chinese food at the Jade Palace? Jade Island. Jade which Island. Is, which is a little backstory. It's a Chinese place. Randy has been like wanting to go to forever because she says it like it reminds her of like it, it looks like an 80s style Chinese place in America. Yes. So none of these like people were giving us lists of like trendy restaurants. We have trendy restaurants in Manhattan and Brooklyn and Queens, right? Well, here's the thing is that my uh, yeah pretty much hates all styles of American Chinese food. But if you can go so overboard <laughs> that it's almost a joke that the place exists, yes, that's the only way to get her to try it. That's out. what I promised her. It either has to be like authentic Chinese or so, yeah, so stupidly <laughs> over the top that like, sure, this sounds funny. Almost like it's a completely different form of style of food. It's yeah. not even the same. And I will say, when we got there, I don't want to jump ahead, but completely different from anything I've ever had in my life. Yeah, anywhere. But let's start with first. We got there thirty minutes late. We got there late. A lot of traffic. Staten Island's far away. You there was realize, no traffic. Well, you didn't realize. Well, there's traffic from me getting to you, but you didn't realize how far Staten Island was. You thought we just hop on over. You didn't realize how big it was. Right? You're right. That was your thing. You were like, "Why do we keep driving? Where are you going?" Well, also, <laughs> we overshot the loony bin by about 15 miles. Yeah, yeah. But so we get out there, and we're we're running a little late. And we're running late on a reservation. You made a 7.30 reservation. We get there at like 7.55. And we were very cocky where we're like, I didn't think it mattered. Like, we didn't, you normally call ahead, tell a restaurant, oh, we're running late. Yeah. It seemed like it's a Chinese restaurant in Staten Island. In a strip what? mall in Staten Island. So we get there. We go in. Slam packed. It was packed. There's a waiting area. It wasn't. You couldn't sit in the waiting area. There's so many people in there. There's no way. It was like that scene in Seinfeld where there's a million people trying to get into the restaurant. Every seat's completely full. All yeah, the waiting area is full. Uh, so I think Randy goes over and checks, and she's like, ah, like we, we she's, first she's like, it'll be a minute, and then the guy, if you remember, he comes over with these menus, and he says, he says, Kevin. And he walks. Yeah, because in our mind, we're late. So the show starts in an hour, and we're 20 minutes away from where the show is. And so we got to eat in like 40 minutes. Right, so I thought they were accommodating us. So I see this guy say, Kevin, and he starts walking. And I'm thinking it's like that Seinfeld where they say Cartwright. Like, I'm thinking that's how they're saying Kaplan. So yeah. I just went off with this guy. He's saying Kevin. He goes, Kevin, Kevin, table just, for Kevin. <laughs> Kaplan leaves and walks out. And then with I stay there because I'm like, this, we're not Kevin. We're not Kevin. <laughs> you take like five steps. We realize we're not. He realizes we're not Kevin. The jig's up. Yeah. And then uh, there, we, there was an actual Kevin. 
Yeah, there was. And then there's some like bar and restaurant across the street. So it's eight o'clock. Show starts at nine. We're 20 minutes away. I'm like, we're getting out of here. Yeah. We're going to go. We're going to, it's going to take 30 minutes. They told to us to be like 15 minutes or 30 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way. So let's go to the bar or restaurant across the street, across the parking lot. Yeah. So we go outside. We start walking across, across the parking lot. Mr. Kevin, dude, the Chinese, <laughs> old Chinese guy, runs outside. He was like, you guys need seat, need seat, need seat. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we need a table. He's like, okay, come now, come now. And then he just cuts us in front of everyone. Yeah, and there was a big Staten Island dude. A big to-do. A big old Staten Island man. He looked like a, a, he's either a fireman or a plumber or a cop. It can't be. I mean, he's one of those three, right? He might be a fireman and a cop. <laughs> yeah, I think he does double duty. I think everyone in Staten Island is. He, and he jumped up and he's like, what? They, they, they don't have a reservation. He's like, what are they doing? And the guy's like, he's got to have a reservation. He goes, and he's like, they don't have a reservation. They Staten, were outside. Yeah, Staten Island goes, guy goes, I've been waiting here for 45 minutes. These people waltz in. And you seat them immediately. And by the way, I'm on his side. Yeah, we're fancy New Yorkers. We we're had no business getting in. He cut us in front of everyone. We cool guy him, as and, you said. Yeah, we basically cool guy them. We left the place. We said we don't need to eat here. They had the table free, and they elected instead of giving it to one of the people waiting, they elected to run us down. Yeah, they had an open in. table. And then I, my thing is, I there would imagine the guy said we have a reservation, and I respect because a lot of these trendy places, you have a reservation ten minutes late. I've lost tables over that. So but like, that's, I'm on I their, respect of course. this guy, this restaurateur values the reservation so much. <laughs> now imagine if he would have said what time a reservation was, because we were like 25, 30 minutes late at this point of the reservation. Yeah. There would have been a riot. We, yeah. we would not have made it out there alive. Yes. He <laughs> just said, do you have a reservation? We said yes. Because the two of us together equaled the weight of that guy, and that guy would have killed us. <laughs> Speaking of weight, good segue. <laughs> so then we go inside, and we're ordering as we're standing, walking in, because yeah, we're like, we got to order now. Yeah, we're like, look, so we look at the menu, menu, and we basically, Yeah and I, one of those rare instances where you go, this is how you know it's not a Chinese restaurant. Yeah and I didn't recognize anything on the menu. Right. So we left it to you guys. To order. Sort of, yes. And you guys were like, poo-poo platter. Well, Randy really wanted a poo-poo platter, which you were like both, what is that? We've uh, never heard of a poo-poo platter. I mean, our listeners then, have heard of a poo-poo platter. I'm convinced of that. Okay, and then we go in, and as we're walking in, we see these two, uh, speaking of weight, uh, of this air, couple. An offensive line couple. <laughs> yeah. They could protect the court, any quarterback's blind side they were, but they were. They looked like they could sink Staten Island by standing up. Yeah, and, and, I, so, and I can't imagine the bed when they're... <laughs> oh, my God. They're about 500 pounds each. And they, you look down, you go, oh, that's a poo-poo platter. They have a poo-poo platter. Poo-poo platter, if you don't know, it's, I thought it was like, I didn't know what it was, but it's this circular kind of, um, almost like a volcano Yeah, that's lit on fire. For no reason. For no reason. <laughs> it's it's lit not on, cooking the food. Nothing's cooking. It's just the vol- top of the volcano is lit on fire, but then all the food's at the bottom of the volcano. Yeah. And, and I, have actually, I want to confess something. I never had one before either because oh. of the, cause a lot of pork on it. But, oh, yeah. But I was like, you guys will handle the pork side. Yes. <laughs> I was excited. And these people get it. So it looks like they have a, they have a poop platter. So we're like, we'll get one of those. That's a poop platter for two. And then we order it. It comes. We realize that we have a small one. They actually, the two people. They ordered one for four. four. They ordered one for four. <laughs> and you were like, had you heard, you knew what the term poo poo platter was. And people say that all the time. It's like a saying. I know, had heard it as like. Know, like it's like uh, a little bit of everything. Like a joke, like a yeah. punchline. Right. But I, and I knew it had something to do with American style Chinese food, but I didn't know what it was. I wouldn't have yeah. known what it but was. But like your wife did, like, like, I was like, what is this mysterious thing? And it's as American as a Chinese food. She was like, oh, that's a fish cake. Like that was like, I would have had no idea what that fried thing fish was. Fish cakes so, they have in China. So that was a little bit of authentic touch. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. Thing. Oh, and all the guys are wearing Hawaiian shirts who worked right. there. Well, they had crazy drinks. That was the other thing Randy was really excited about was these like cocktails were like, 
Like I had a coconut kiss. Yes. Everything was a weird Hawaiian. Oh, we all, yeah, my ties. Tiki torches everywhere. It was not Chinese. They didn't get the memo that tiki torches are equal white supremacism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, tiki torches aren't Chinese. Also, they had palm trees everywhere. There's no palm trees right. in China. It, it was like Kauai meet China. So the one thing I was going to say about the ordering, since you mentioned how we did the ordering, is that I've never had this experience in a restaurant before, especially a place I wanted to eat at. Yes. Where like I put so little thought. It was like we had to do it so fast. I was like... You were like Kung Pao something, because I said something spicy, and your wife said Kung Pao, and I, I don't even, I forgot, Randy doesn't even like peanuts, I don't, I was like, oh, that sounds great, it's got beef, chicken, shrimp, done. Yeah, 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 and then, we just had to order, quick, and, quick, And then quick. the rice came, and your wife was like saying it was good, and I went to try it, and I was like, in my first instinct was like, eh, but then like, it over, because she's Chinese, I was like, it's good, I like decided, <laughs> like she like won me over with like, her really liking it, so I was like, this is great. Oh, the fried rice. The fried rice. Yeah. So. So then, yeah, we ended up getting, uh, we got the the, the poo-poo platter, we got fried rice, we got fried shrimp, I think, fr- shrimp, fried rice, yeah. and then we got some mixture of like Kung Pao, yeah, of meats. something I never would order. Uh, and then we got eggplant. But it was pretty good. Eggplant I would have liked. Yeah, and that was, was good. That was a good order by you. So, so then I went home and I looked it up, and the mystery solved on all this, why we didn't recognize anything. <laughs> poo-poo platter is Hawaiian food. Oh. And that yeah. restaurant was a Hawaiian restaurant. But it was That's, Chinese food. Barely. <laughs> and that's why they're all wearing Hawaiian shirts. Right. And why they had palm trees and why they had tiki torches and why they had the whole it was either Charlottesville or it was Hawaiian. Did they tell you on the thing though if they're gonna be open for Christmas? Are they like are they Chinese or They must. It seemed way more I Jewish. Pl- I already planned uh, yeah, I pl- promised the kids that we're going to Staten Island because we drove by there the next day going to New Jersey to see Uncle Jeff. And yes. uh, I said we're going to the Chinese place on this on the way here on to Christmas. To me it day. seems perfect for Christmas. Yeah. It's and- got all the camp you want. Yeah, and also there was not a single. Yay was the only Chinese person in the whole place, besides people who worked there. Yes, she, and I she don't know if they were Chinese either. Maybe that's what you think. That's why we got the table. I think they were so Probably. excited. They had a Chinese person. Yeah, they wanted a little authenticity. Yeah, they like, were we'll sick some of pictures. Like five hundred pound white people. <laughs> we were surrounded by five hundred pound white people. It was not to jump ahead to the Disney World, but it, it really it's great for your confidence when you are surrounded by five hundred pound white people. Great for confidence. <laughs> that's it, Cap. I got news. Yeah, I got new headshots. You did. I saw them on Facebook. Yes, new headshots. Those will be online if you want to check them out. And I got reviews Mm. for the headshots. Do you mind if I read some of these reviews? Are they they hate mail worthy or these are positive? These are hate mail worthy. Should we play the hate mail music? Play the hate mail music. Play the music. Play the hate review music. Don't hate. Love the hate mail music. Shout out to Nerf Herder for that music. I don't know if they know we take their music yet. Eh, let's not tell them. They're not going to complain. What are they doing? <laughs> All right. So Steve Freeman, my good buddy Steve Freeman, go to stevefreemanphotography.com. To, if you want to get pictures by him, he's great. He's based out of Atlantic City, but he comes up to New York City all the time. He travels down to Miami a lot. He's all over the place. Steve Freeman took these. So here's the reviews. Reviews are in. First review, Andrea Jones-Roy. All right. Good friend of ours. She says, this is an A++++. Wow. Three pluses on the photo- on the pictures. Uh-huh. So, to, so to describe these real quick, most of the ones I took, I'm wearing a blue jacket, a white dress shirt, a blue tie, and then dark jeans and, and dress like shoes. Jumping towards the camera, and I'm jumping around. <laughs> you're just and, yeah, happy to be there, happy frolicking. to be alive. 
Next review is from Augustine Poder in Sacramento, California. Augustine says, Dreamy AF. Wow. Yeah. You know what AF stands for? We can't say it. That's a. I don't we know. We have sensors. We're a clean program. Yes. <laughs> Would you use your imagination, yeah. folks? Look it up. All right. Next review comes from Kara Sergio in Bay Ridge. Oh, boy. New Bay York. Ridge. She says, Look at you in your fancy ass grown up clothes. <laughs> Shout out to Karen Bay Ridge. All right. Okay, fancy. You're always wearing grown up clothes. Next review comes from Steve Mnuchin in Nashville. Steve Mnuchin? Yes. <laughs> you know who that is? No. <laughs> he's the Treasury Secretary. So. He's the Treasury Secretary? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a big, I guess he's a big listener to the pod. Yeah. Might be a different Steve Mnuchin. <laughs> Maybe it's the same one. He yeah. says, jeans and a sport coat? Question mark. Hillbilly formal. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah, Steve Mnuchin is really, he's, Trump's rubbed off on him, I think. I guess so. And the last review. Last review comes from Samita in India. He says, grow up, you dick. Grow up, you dick. Yeah. Do you reply to that? No, I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't know because I, I look young and I'm wearing a suit. I'm not exactly sure why. But that's I think it's the same guy. Remember when we said it's football, not soccer, you dicks? Yeah. That was the same the, guy. I think it's the same guy from India. This guy really needs to work on his material because he's the same, like, you dick is his, is his go-to line. That's his get her done. Get her done. It's you dick. <laughs> all right. So that's dick. all. Cap, should we get to us? I mean, I guess. Let's play the music for oh, us. Oh, wait. Do we have music? Ints is an app. Ents is an app. And with this episode, we're going to have a little Ents overtime. After we record this, we're going to record something just for Ents. you got to get on it. Yeah, we're going to do our regular news stories at the end of this episode. And then for one extra bonus news story, we're doing only on Ents, as we're going to start doing every week. We've been doing we've done a number of those, though. You have to download Ents if you want to hear yeah. it. You get it in the App Store. You get it. Uh, it's also in the Android. It's up to five-minute audio recordings. We record these ints, We record these uh, overtime episodes. People record all sorts of stuff. Also, you can just talk to your friends on it. You can go back and forth. You can do uh, – pr- pretty soon you're going to be able to do a private group chat ints. You can – there's emojis now. Emojis. If you want to like things, which is very important. So, we, yeah, we're lost in America. That's that's one. And you're Turner Sparks. Yes. On ints. Follow us. And that's it. And start ensing us. We will reply. E-N-S-E dot N-Y-C cap. Let's get to us. Bring us on. Get in here, guys. Come on. Get in here. All right, Kaplan, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you for having me. This is a great studio you have here. What's that? Oh, Great thank studio, you. Yeah. yeah, we got it from Ants. This is Guy, Venmo, blah, blah, blah. All right, I got to listen to the pod. Thanksgiving. This is our first time recording since think- post-Thanksgiving, yes. correct? Yeah. And we, you I- went to South Florida. I go to South Florida every year. Uh, Boca. Boca Raton. To the retirement community. Yeah, I mean, you were asking about that. I was just trying to explain to you. There's all these different communities. They're like rival high schools almost. They talk about. Again, like Seinfeld. They're, yeah, they're talking about, oh, Broken Sound. They have, they have a terrible breakfast. You don't want to live there. They're this, they have all these Broken Sound is that's, the name of one? That's a rival. Yeah, they don't live there. Is that. that the one where Jared Freed's parents are? <laughs> He's in uh, Boca West. I think I saw that on Facebook. Oh, so, uh, and where are your parents, Boca East? My, my in-laws are in uh, the Polo Club. Ooh, that sounds better. Yeah, it's better. If anyone wants to that buy it. That sounds here, very Gentile, though. It is, except so I was my father in law told me it's about ninety percent Jewish and yet um there was Christmas stuff everywhere. Like there and Teddy kept saying, Where's the menorah? There was like they had Christmas decorations. Oh yeah, Teddy hates Christmas, right? Teddy hates Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is yeah. That's a new development. That's I you know how like, you've radicalized him. Well what happens I like to say is like there's like the um we talk about with the economy when you like 
interest rates are low and you get inflation. Yes. Or, and, and then you have to like the Fed steps in and they're like, it's getting too hot. The economy got to cool it off. Sure. That's Teddy with Judaism. What do you like? He's I got him to like be into being Jewish. It's worked. Yeah. I've gone a little too far. The other day, <laughs> the other day he said, I hate Christians. <laughs> oh, no. I want to move to Israel oh. so there's no Christians. Oh, man. And I said, no, no, no. We don't hate Christians. There's Christians. He's like, but Hanukkah is better than Christmas. I'm like, well, that doesn't mean that's why they have to be jealous of us, but they don't, we don't hate anybody. We don't, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah it's, uh, so, anyway, yeah, Teddy kept asking. He's scared of Christmas cheese. Where is it? So, anyway, that's the whole Wait, thing. Wait, Kaplan, my, uh, our holiday party mm. on December 16th, you guys are coming. We have a Christmas tree right in the middle. Could be a problem. Is he going to take it down? Well, he touched my, my brother has a Christmas tree. And uh, he oh, yeah. touched his Christmas tree. Like, he, like, I like, gave him a big talk before he walked in there. I'm like, it's going to be a Christmas tree. Can't say anything because like, <laughs> he's scared of Christmas tree. So he actually did he's scared of him. He's what he says, but he didn't. He didn't say anything. He started touching it though. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, it feels okay." Like, oh, okay. and I'm like, "Oh, now is he gonna turn the other way? Is he like, what did he think it was gonna he's be?" Like, I don't know. He thought I was gonna like zap him or something. <laughs> so, and he's and oh, and just last thing on like on dialing it up too much. Yeah, when we were ordering dialing when we were up. ordering a, a pizza, Randy wanted a salad. She's like, "I'll have the Greek salad." And he's like, "You can't get a Greek salad. We hate the Greeks." Oh my! Because gosh. in Hanukkah, the Hanukkah story is all about the Jews, the Maccabees, and the Greeks. Oh my lord. And he's like, we hate the Greeks and our army beat them. <laughs> so oh, you can no. really see how you can propaganda can work really well and kids he's very impressional. He's like a sponge. That's so why it's, it's safe to like the safest move is to get your kids to sports teams. Yeah. And then they're like, I hate the Lakers. Like, oh, big yeah. deal. That's fine. Yeah, he but says I hate, hate the, I hate people. He hates the Cowboys. He hates the Yucky Giants, he calls them. Perfect. He that's hates the Yankees, fine. he hates the Mets. It's great. So that's yeah. got to dial it back on the Greeks dial and the Christians. Back on the Greeks and the Christians. <laughs> Although you might, the Christian thing might, he might be good in woke society, hating Christians. That might, True, <laughs> he will fit in at wherever he goes to college. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, we go down there. Uh, we have a lovely time. Thanksgiving. There's a lot. Of, the whole week is like trying to avoid uh, romaine lettuce. Did you have this issue? I didn't even know about it. Your parents told me about it when yeah. I was in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The, had, Jews are, the Jews are on top of all these allergy things, anything. We're, we're very aware. We're, I literally didn't we, hear we about it. We get these special alerts or something. So okay. we were like, every meal was like, is there romaine in that? Is there Because everything in Florida comes with a salad. Is there romaine? Wait, no. can I ask, did all of America get contaminated romaine <laughs> I have lettuce? no idea, actually. <laughs> I just know that. It went from Florida all the way to New York City, all the way to Allentown, Pennsylvania? I think it was like the American romaine lettuce stock, wherever we get it from, got oh contaminated. Gosh. So- that was that was that was a big thing, um, and uh, one of my observations from Florida was the um, the uh, the Trump is gonna make, he might win. Win what? Win the election because I we wait went, wait can I say obviously? <laughs> Have you been around America? I haven't been around America. Uh, no, I'm the one. Yeah. I travel yes. all around the United States. I've been telling you this. I've been telling everyone this. There's a reason why he got 60 million whatever votes, 60 yeah. million whatever people like him. Like, there's this thing, if you don't leave New York City, that you get ingrained in your head that no one actually likes him. Yeah. People like him. They do. We were eating. He is the president. We were eating dinner at uh, Thanksgiving with a young-ish couple in their 40s, and they, they didn't say they liked him or anything. They didn't say anything political. They just asked us. They're like, does everybody love Donald Trump because he's from New York? Like they were, conf I was like, what? No, sure. like they didn't even know people don't like him here. And like by that's the way, how different the viewpoint is. If you're listening to this in like wherever Texas, yeah. where I've been recently, and you think that no one could possibly dislike Trump, people dislike him too. Yeah, it's crazy. It's both, but both people in their bubbles think that the other side doesn't exist. Yeah, they don't. It's like a, this highest level of propaganda. You, you don't think they're wrong. You think they're they don't even exist. Well, they exist, and they're really making like I brought this back when I post a picture of this dollar bill I got. It changed somewhere. It says it's got a Trump Make America Great Again stamp. 
on the dollar bill. Well, that's, that's how much they're going out of. That's illegal, I think. <laughs> that's illegal. You can't deface uh, money. Oh, well. Uh, Trump will change the rules on that. So yeah, you're so people like him. Yeah, they like him, and I was like, just that's cultural the, things. Like, news, like Teddy goes that's with, news that people like our. That's my news, and the merry go with well, the merry go round. In a, in a last thing I'll say, this is there's a merry go round in Florida. This park that I it's the greatest playground ever. And I was told afterwards that oh kids get abducted there all the time. I shouldn't take my kids there. <laughs> Wait, it's what not, city is this? It's called Sugar Sand Park. It's I don't know. It's in Florida somewhere. And <laughs> Wait, somewhere, can you narrow it down? Don't like, go there. It's near Boca. I don't know. Okay, Boca. Okay, okay, okay. Don't go there with your kids. Apparently, kids get abducted there. But uh, <laughs> they have a merry-go-round with a gun uh, there's a horse with a gun on it and like teddy didn't want to do the merry-go-round he refused the first day he went there second day he went there yeah want to push your luck on the abductions second day he went there <laughs> he sees the gun he wants to do it now he's on the thing he's shooting he's pretending to shoot kids yeah i'm like so this is i imagine in new york if kids you had like a gun guns. a horse had a gun a rifle there'd be like a mom's protest oh really <laughs> i think so kids love guns kids do love guns yeah but uh so anyway and i know a uh, last thing i'll say about thanksgiving is on my end is that people were worried about pancakes, my dog. Okay. Because when we left things, and everyone was asking me, is Turner watching oh, your dog? Because yeah. we offered to watch her, but then we, I don't I know. wondered what happened, because you never contacted me about watching the dog. Yeah, we really, so we were we were flying to Florida, just to, if you didn't listen to last week, we were about to leave, and our vet, or the the border told us that our papers weren't up to date. Her, her vaccine was going to expire in the middle of the week, the bordadella, they couldn't make an exception for us. So if your papers are not up to date, they can't take the dog, Is right? it legally they can't take her? They said in case... The inspector shows up. Like, the guy's going to show up the day after Thanksgiving. That's like, like the college bars that, like, they have to check IDs yes. just in case the cops show up. So And you're like, they're not coming. Yeah, they're not coming. And then I said, well, her thing is expired on Monday, so can I leave it until Sunday, and I'll, I'll find a friend to pick her up Sunday. And they said, well, what if we don't pick her up? Like, they didn't believe me. Oh. I'm going to leave my dog. <laughs> so I literally, up to, like, an hour before we were leaving for the airport, had no idea where we were doing with the dog. I went on WAG, the app. Yeah. The Uber for dog walking that your wife was Yeah, yeah, he do. does yeah. that sometimes. And I found this girl to watch pancakes. And I'm just like, okay. Like, I, I didn't want to have a stranger in our house, but she would take her. Yeah, you can board at their house. Yeah. For like a week. I a didn't week. know you could do a week. We did a week, and it was a pretty good. And she was sending me crazy updates, like, I'm not crazy in a good way. Oh, awesome. Like, really lengthy updates and pictures. But like, every picture of pancakes, she was on the same rug. So I thought, like, is this girl kidnapped my dog? She's like going cross country. She brought the rug with her as like a prop. So I don't know. I'm not on to her. Shout out to Wag. Shout out to Wag. She did pancakes. Did break a nail, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold the girl against Doctor Pay. <laughs> Doctor Pay gave her a good <laughs> tip. Because so yeah, that was the thing. I was very. It's oh, a, that's it's, cool. It's a fascinating world we live in now, where you can like push off decisions to like the last second. Yes. And then someone bails you out. Yeah. I don't know what I was like starting to think in my head, like, could I just leave her at home and have like a dog walker come? And but I don't know. You, they're not cats. You can't just leave a dog for. Yeah. They, you can't leave a dog at home. They would freak out. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, well, speaking of trips, then I uh, like I did it two years oh, ago. Wait, Disney World. Uh, yeah. I got on the car. We get we rented a minivan. Yes. We uh, and drove on up to Orlando, Florida. For a little Disney getaway, okay. With the fam, I like it. How is it compared to two years ago? How was the uh, the Trump um, Hall of Presidents? I'm glad you asked that. That was really the main event. The number one reason I wanted to go, because <laughs> yeah. if you remember, I went to I went to this uh, before Trump was elected. Oh, he had just been elected, but he hadn't been inaugurated yet. Yes, I was at the Hall of Presidents, and it ends. And the Hall of Presidents is this exhibit where all the presidents they're come like out. robotic presidents. Every yeah. they have every president in history, it's like Chuck E. Cheese, even the president. guy who like died after like a few weeks. They have everybody, sure. and, and and they a couple of them speak, and then the, it ends with George Washington introducing the current president who speaks. Excited. So I was very excited. Now I noticed, and I saw it twice because the first time I got there with Teddy, he had been tired from a a long day. He fell asleep before it started. 
Okay. So we said, and then he was very upset when he woke up. He wanted to see it because he loves Trump. <laughs> okay. So, so I sit there. Did you give him a hat, by the way? <laughs> I did not uh, make America great. But he was hat? he was great. Um, as far as touring the country of like making friends, because at one point we were waiting to go in. He was just ta- telling. He was mansplaining to Ruby. He's like, Ruby, do you know how Donald Trump became president? And he started telling her about how Hillary Clinton was terrible. And these, these, these elderly couple was watching. They, were, they thought it was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> Amazing. So anyway, we go in there, and I noticed they, they rebooted. The, they redid they re- the whole thing. Okay. Since we were gone, and there was some rumor they were going to just, because of Trump, they were going to get rid of it. But they decided to keep it. And they just make it a longer movie than before. So it's less robot time. Oh. So, you, you, so it's like a really long movie about like how great just presidents are in general. The idea of a president. Sure. Now. Like just any. It's avoiding basi- the topic. Basically the point of the movie is that just having a president is great. Sure. <laughs> and I was waiting for audience reaction. Now the only audience reaction was Teddy Roosevelt. Got, like some guy in the audience went nuts every time they mentioned Teddy Roosevelt. So Big there's fan. no robots anymore? No, there's still robots. They get to him later in the show and there's okay. less frequent. Okay. But yeah, so it ends. So Abraham Lincoln's the first robot you see. Randomly in the middle, he just comes out. Doesn't right. get his burger dress. And Teddy just shouts out. It's like pitch silence. And he's like. How is he here? I thought he was dead. Like, he apparently didn't know the robots are robots. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then George Washington comes out, and he's like, that guy's definitely dead. He, then he introduces Trump. Trump comes out, and he looks like almost more like Alec Baldwin Trump than real Trump. <laughs> like, some of the presidents, like, Bush does not look like Bush, the, the younger Bush. Okay. Reagan, like, some of them look really good. Some are, like, really uh, shoddy work. You think if it's uh, Disney... Yeah. They would be perfect. Right. Now, the older ones might look nothing like them, but because I don't really know what the people look like. Yeah. yeah. They get they got Lincoln right. Lincoln, they nailed. Nailed. <laughs> That's the one that, yeah. They got Teddy Roosevelt's pretty good, too. Uh, so Washington introduces Clinton, and like they're all standing. And he's, I mean, Washington introduces Trump. Yes. And they're all standing, um, and Trump starts speaking. And I'm wondering, they, it's real, it's real voice. Build a wall. Right. That's the thing. The Mexicans they, are right. With Obama, I forget what the example was, but they used a famous speech of his. Oh, and I'm sure wow. they did the same for W and everything. So I'm like, what speech are they going to use? So he starts talking, and it's from his inauguration speech. And it found like something innocuous enough in the inauguration speech. Very legal and very cool. Grab him by the pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so build, yeah. I'm the greatest. Or, so he starts speaking, and like, I, sw- I didn't notice this. Maybe it was the same way before with Obama, but the George Washington character stands for a while looking at Trump, and it's almost like he waits until there's a moment when he's like, all right, this guy's not going to be a disaster, and the speech is going to be okay, and he sits down finally. Like, he doesn't Wait, sit at first. What is Trump's speech? It's from the inauguration, but I remember the inauguration was a little bit crazy, so they must have found a, por- a portion of it. It's only a portion of the inauguration. Yeah. It's very general about how great the country is, okay. how great the Constitution is. And it's his real voice. It's his real voice, and he even says something, surrounded by all these amazing people and leaders. Okay. And then all the people, the robots kind of make like a little move, like he's, he's acknowledging them. Sure. And uh, I'm like watching Obama. I'm watching all the guys watch him. It's so it was. It's it's worth seeing. It's, I gotta go. You gotta go. I was really hoping for more. Like I didn't go with the right crowd. It was like I was. I'm sure the real Trump hardcores go early in the day. This was late in the day. I think yeah. We gotta go back. We gotta like tailgate for yeah. it. And the best part is because we saw it twice. Is that we got reservations. A really hard reservation to get it was in Cinderella's Castle. Sure, like, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's like a big, it's really, I, I saw the bill, I couldn't believe how much I paid for this crappy meal. <laughs> we almost lost the reservation because Teddy and I were late, they wouldn't seat Randy. Randy and Ruby walked out in the middle of the of the Paul Presence thing because of the reservation. Okay. They wouldn't seat us. I was like, it'd be hilarious if we missed it because Teddy wanted to see Robot Trump. <laughs> be amazing. But um, a few other things. I One thing I raised a big stink about when I went two years ago is there was no Daisy Duck. I didn't see her once the entire time. I remember. She was like raced from the records. Yeah. And I, but since then we've had uh, the uh, times up, 
Me too. Yep. And women's, guess the women are women's and, movement. And guess what else has happened in that time? Daisy Duck. Daisy Duck has reared her head. I I saw her twice. I think. Pod demands. Pod demands. They knew it was me. Yes. So we met Daisy. The kids met Daisy. Got her autograph. One. This is my big observation I want to make about Disney World. Uh, this fat people in America. This is what I'm going after. Fat people <laughs> in America. <laughs> the people eating the poopoo platters. I was gonna say this also applies for Jade Palace. Yeah. yeah. The poopoo platters. People are out of control. I'm walking around. It's like crowded. I walk like a New Yorker. I walk fast. Trying to get places. You're trying to. You're trying to fast pass. There's a whole strategy Disney World. You get these fast passes. You got to run to the next ride. You got to log in so you can do another fast pass while you're waiting in the line. Sure. I I'm running left and right. I'm getting run over by these fat people on a scooter. On like these motorized, not scooters, like motorized wheelchair, like Uh, carts. They're like, what do you call those things? Like a motorized wheelchairs i think but it's not a wheelchair because it's more like a almost like a mini car like a mini golf cart kind of thing it's like a motorized like okay. little mope i don't know what you call it motorized something i gotcha and at first i when i was like oh it's nice disabled people at first my first inkling they have them for the, then i was like there's way too many these aren't disabled people they're just lazy and some of them aren't even that fat they're just a little bit fat they're just like lazy americans and apparently you can rent them when you're at disney world it's a whole business so they don't want to walk. You can rent a motorized wheelchair? A, a motorized thing. It's like, if anybody, I guess, can do it, or, or maybe you have to show... Do you have to be fat enough? I, I mean, I'd be humiliated if you were you, too thin. You have to get it. on a uh, scale? I don't know. Yeah, yeah a weigh-in? Like you're trying to gain weight, <laughs> you're going in, or you got to show them a note from your doctor Wait, really? with a bum hip or something? So you can just pay, and then you can get a motorized thing? Yeah, I have no thing? idea. Like, I, at first I was like, is insurance cover this? Are they buying these? Like, no, there's no way. There's so many of them. They're everywhere. Ugh. And you see, we were in line at uh, Animal Kingdom, and these, I finally gave up on the fast passes. I, I was out of energy from doing it so crazy, and I finally was like waiting in a line, and we're there with these people. It was a whole row of them. It was like, you ever see the movie Wally? All the people yes. were fat, and they're all—it was like a bunch of wallies, and they're all sitting there, <laughs> and they're literally standing in line talking about the menu items at Animal Kingdom: the, buff- <laughs> the buffalo chicken nachos, <laughs> and this corn, this Cajun corn, and the corn dogs. Which my Disneyland journal—not to get a side note—I I, when I was a twelve-year-old, I thought the corn dogs are great Disneyland, so they are right on that. They probably had good yeah, tips. Yeah, so they're oh yeah, exactly get the food tips from the fat people, <laughs> and they're they're saying out loud, they're like, "Oh, I could never wait in this line if I had to stand." Are you so this kidding? is unfair. They should be in a different line that makes yes. them wait longer. Yes. People, able-bodied people, I mean, able-bodied. We're all, they're able-bodied. They can stand. It's absurd <laughs> what's going on in America. The white one's fat. And Disney is kowtowing to it. It's ridiculous. And, and, you know, and Disney could make, you know, Disney could do anything. Disney could run the border. We would be a much, you know, if you talk about running the border or anything. Sure. Because they follow your movements. Everywhere you go, they know. They have these little fast pass things, these little bands. Wow. You do, everything you do, they know. You take a picture, it shows up on a thing. You can buy it later. Wow. They're on top of it. And yeah, one thing is when you if you ever have kids, yeah. you should go the time of year I went. You would love it because it's like super Christmas. Oh, it's like, nice. There was like that night after Cinderella's castle. It was like um it was like they decided, let's run the Jews out of here. Let's stampede them out. Because they just it was like there was like a Christmas <laughs> concert in the in Can I ask you something? <laughs> do you think they're specifically saying let's get rid of the Jews? Or do you think they just don't think about Jews all the time? They don't think about Jews all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. no, they don't think about anybody who's not celebrating Christmas all the time. Yeah. Because everybody was like, there's this great Christmas celebration <laughs> like tonight. And it was like, it was like a mega. It was like the most now, in fairness, every if you have to buy, they throw one out of the park, and you have to pay extra for this ticket to go to the Christmas show. Sure. So we were only in the park because we went to Cinderella's Castle. We were like, yeah. So, so ironically, we snuck in for the Christmas show, <laughs> and it's like, and, oh, and there's fake to... snow coming down. Oh, that's and there's that's, like crazy Jews don't know like lo- snow. Yeah, we don't want to get our hair wet. <laughs> <laughs> and they're blasting Christmas music, including uh, 
that song that I saw was like controversial. Baby, it's cold outside. But yeah, oh they, yeah, they saw that song. They that, still play that song. They play that song. Disney. I heard it on a hundred times. Post me too. Post me too. But they're just blasting every Christmas song, and it's like Christmas stuff. Every it's like everywhere you move, Santa's. You're ah, yeah. But anyway, so we got out of there. Um, and um, can I say one thing? Yeah. So we're picking out our uh, Christmas cards right now. You know, you have to like design a Christmas card yes. and send it out. And Ye was asking me, we talked about this last year, but Ye was asking me like, oh, this year, should we make it a holiday card or should it be a Christmas card? And I'm like, no, it should be a Christmas card. And this is, I don't know if I'm like war on Christmas thing here, but, and my logic is that if someone, no one in China ever get if, so, if someone, if I'm in China, right? And yeah. someone says to me, oh, happy Chinese New Year. If a Chinese person says that to me, or they send me like a Chinese New Year card, I wouldn't be like, tear it up and be like, this is ridiculous. I'm not Chinese. You can't tell me about your thing, you know? And so then I'm like, therefore, that I shouldn't, I, you should, everyone should just say whatever they are. You're like for Fox News here. Everyone should Yeah, say, Trump's president. The war on Christmas is over. <laughs> yeah, we won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think you should be able to, I mean, like, you, I should, you, happy you, Hanukkah. you celebrate Christmas though, your wife now? Is she like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, whole, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, she loves Christmas. She loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she yeah. loves Jesus. She's and all then, in on Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth. Well, like, so Jews can, we more say happy holidays because like Hanukkah is not really an, that important of a holiday. It's weird that we even have Hanukkah. So it's like, we, I would send a happy holidays card because I'm going the other direction. So the people I'm sending it to. So you not you. Uh, not a lot saying, of them don't celebrate Hanukkah. Yeah, but I would I would think I would like it if you sent me a Hanukkah card. Right. I'd be like I put it up. For, I should send you a Rosh Hashanah card for or Gentiles. It's street cred to know <laughs> n- other non-Gentiles. Right. So you would put it for, like at the begin. It put it at the front of all the cards on your wall and be like, "Ooh, these are our friends." Yeah. We know well, them. My, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law they do like a thing where they pick a different holiday every year. So that oh, way they can, they can do a Christmas card because it's like one year they'll do Christmas. Then one year they'll do like Halloween. Oh, one year they'll do, that's a good idea. They'll do like Martin Luther King Day. I don't know. We did Chinese New Year a couple years ago, but that's just because we missed it. We were late. Yeah, you're late. Yeah. And no, it's a good backstop. I think if you believe it, you can tell it's a Christmas card. I won't be offended personally. But I don't think anyone's of, actually offended. That's what I was telling uh, you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I don't think anyone's offended by uh, this. Don't send one to Weber. He might get it. <laughs> he might. Well, <laughs> when you said the the. The Me Too thing? Yes, I did say that. I was. It reminded me of one one last thing on, on Disney content, because we talked about this in the news at one point, and I didn't have good examples. But there's a show, and the, there's a lot of Little Mermaid stuff. Because Disney does this thing where they have, like, they have, like, ride... Uh, uh, all the A lot of the rides are the same. It's like a conch shell, and you go through an exhibit. like a, It's like a fake seashell, and you go through a ride. And it's Wait, like, what? Like, like, they have these rides that are just like, you go into like, you're like on the water in some capacity. Okay. You go through darkness and you see whatever projecting. And they like rotate what movies they base oh, their rides around. So yeah, 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 yeah. And a, like but, the, you're talking about like Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Yeah, exactly. But they yeah. have like only a certain, like a movie I feel like has to hit a certain level for that to be worth a ride. Yes. A lot of things come and go. Like yeah. there was like, uh, like what, two years ago, there, there was stuff two years ago they don't even have anymore. Oh, characters. at Shanghai Disney, they had Tron. A Tron ride, which apparently is some movie that I never saw or have heard of. Yeah, and I think for the American stuff, they only do ro- like Toy Stories getting stuff now because it's like sure. it's survived the test of time. Star Wars are building stuff. They had a so- Toy Story one at Hong Kong Disney one in like 2005. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. They're now they're cashing in on that. But so my like a couple of the ride like Frozen's a new one. They just took a ride I know it was on two years ago, and now it's a Frozen ride. Sure. So there's Little Mermaid's one of the last classics. It's kind of old and dated stealing now the technology, but that's like an old one. So there's a bunch of Little Mermaid stuff. So you're you're hit over the head with the Little Mermaid story. Yeah, this thing in the post Me Too world is just like the worst story I've ever heard. You know the Little Mermaid story? I got um, refresh me. So she's a mermaid, Ariel. Yep. Yeah, and she falls in love with some prince she sees on land. Yeah, and she just really wants him. 
Yeah. So she essentially sells. Her dad seems like a nice guy. He's ripped. He's like, uh, he's a, but he's a, but he's a good dude. He he's a mermaid. Like king, as he's well. a mermaid. He's king of the ocean. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So uh, she decides she really wants to go and land and be a human, basically, so she can meet this guy. Yeah. And some fat shit, because the evil one's always a fat girl. Sure. Ursula comes to her. Probably with a uh, motorized wheelchair. <laughs> yes, a motorized wheelchair. And she makes her a deal where she can, she'll take, we have a regular human leg. She could be on land for three days to make this guy fall in love with her. Sure. And she falls in love with her. Then she becomes like a person and can have this guy forever. Yeah. If she doesn't get him to give her a kiss and fall in love or whatever, uh, she's like hers forever. She's a slave to so, the fat man? Yeah, yeah. And the catch is, and this is what I find offensive, she's not allowed to talk. She takes away her ability to speak. So she's got to make this guy fall in love with her without speaking. Wow. Which again, and now, of course, every mermaid that's ever existed in the human mind is hot. They always have a good body, right? Yeah, you never see an ugly mermaid. There's no fat mermaids. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so now it's basically saying, like, this lesson is, like, you're a hot girl. You can go marry this guy who's, like, of course, the most, like, white, like, bred. Yes. <laughs> white, straight male prince guy ever. You can win him over. He'll fall in love with you without your looks, without, without speaking. No conversation. doesn't matter. Just look. Your brain. She's smart. He doesn't even know that. How would he know she's smart? He wouldn't know. And that's the lesson of this movie. Time's up. Time is up, Disney. <laughs> yeah. I'm offended. If you offended me. Cap's I'm, triggered. Cap's triggered. So, yeah. The, the mermaid in the street clothes I'm not mad at because that girl, you know. But and, All right. And then can I say one last thing? Sure. Because this is like a segue. Uh, I left Disney World finally. Like the one thing I noticed about Disney World that you, if you stay in Disney, some people, they don't. They go for the day. Or they stay outside in Orlando. We stayed in Disney. When you stay in the Disney bubble, it is like everything is like this bubble of like, they say have a magical day. Yeah. It's this magical world where you don't, there's no conflict. So every time, like I'm always in like that, like I, my, I go about my day. And like a lot of times I mentioned Lost in America where I'm just like getting in an argument with something stupid. Yeah. So I'm ready for, I enjoy it. It's what I like, get oxygen. You like to mix it up. I like to mix it up. So every time like there's a charge wrong or someone cuts, anytime something happens, I'm ready to argue with these people. Sure. And what happens is, <laughs> is you win the argument. And it's it's kind of disconcerting. Like, you, they just go, okay. Like, you always win. They, oh, the customer's always right in Disney World. And so it's a horrible place for me. I hate it. <laughs> that's the only place where the customer actually is always right. They're always right. And everyone's always nice. It's a, It would be a real talent to get in a fight with someone in Disney World. Because, like, <laughs> like, everybody's nice. Everyone's in a... And there's people everywhere, and yet they're always they kowtow to you. They do whatever you want. And then we left <laughs> the day of the of our flight. We fly into Orlando, and our flight's delayed. And what does I do when I find out my flight's delayed? I'm like, let's find somewhere to eat. We find a Del Taco. Nice. And now we're in like the sketchy part of Orlando. I walk into a Del Taco. I'm there five seconds. I see like a homeless woman. She reaches into a trash can, takes a cup out. Goes into the Del Taco while I'm ordering and fills up the soda machine with her empty McDonald's cup. Great move. The Del Taco employees start yelling at her to tell her to leave. Yeah. She leaves, but while the time I get my food, she's storming back in. And she's like a white homeless woman who's got like her face looks like it's been like, it's like plastic surgery, but like the homeless version of that. Where like, it's, just, <laughs> it's been beaten up sort of by life. Just not by stabbed. Just like by life, by everything. Yes. <laughs> it's a unique look. I don't know if it's in New York. It's more of like it's a middle. A it's look. like an American city look. It's on and, the runways in the middle and Midwest. Yeah, yeah. And she just starts yelling, unloading on the Del Taco employees. <laughs> and wants the manager how... This is, if I wasn't homeless, you wouldn't treat me this way. My husband, we eat here all the time, which I was like, funny. And, we, uh, and I don't know who I've taken up with. If it's your boss, indignant. I've taken up with Donald Trump. I've taken, oh it was like gosh. jarring. I was like triggered to be hearing that there was a lot of 
the B, a lot of today. A lot of the B word, a lot of the C word, a lot of words you're not supposed to. You would not say in Disney World. Sure. And I had four days in the bubble, and now I was back in American life, and oh, wow. I, I wasn't happy. I don't want to go back to Disney World. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't like that you couldn't complain in Disney World, but you also don't like. I mean, yeah, I was like, oh, these are my people. Like I love this. I didn't mean to pick. I'm not picking on that white homeless woman. Those are my people. I love people who are getting a good deal in soda and mixing, <laughs> and not afraid of the, del, the the big Del Taco management. They're going back at them. So yeah. Anyway, all right, let's be- get to the news. <laughs> let's get to it. Play the music. Play the music. First news story of the week, Kaplan. This one comes from the Ithaca Voice. The voice of the people. Ithaca, New York, I'm assuming. That's the only Ithaca. Kids are now officially free to be kids in Ithaca. Mayor Savante Mirik made a proclamation Wednesday, November 7th, declaring Ithaca a free-range kid city where kids have a right to unsupervised time and parents have the right to grant it to them. (laughs) So, yes, he says, we believe in the power of play, Merrick said in a statement, given the choice between living here where your kids can run outside and find a bunch of friends to play with and another city where just allowing your kids to walk home from the park could get you arrested. We know that families will joyfully choose Ithaca. Is that true? Can you be arrested for letting your kid play in the park? By There's themselves? been a lot of stories around the country of like some some busybody seeing a nine-year-old kid walking somewhere, nine. calling or whatever. I don't know. I'm just picking an age. Yeah. yeah. But an age where they are old enough to like, they know where they're going. Yeah. But they call the police and the police show up. There have been moms arrested. Social, yeah, they, there have been a lot of stories about that. And that's why I personally, I mean, you know, they say like taxes are low in some parts, like Texas. We have low, no tax, in, no ta- tax free zones attract businesses and stuff. Oh, like no state tax in Florida. Yeah, something like that attracts businesses. They make yeah, tax yeah, free yeah. zones. For- sure. This is more important for me because I don't make any money. Yeah, so you don't want to have to watch your kids. Yeah, if you want to get me to move. Yes. Now we're talking, Ithaca. I don't yes. know, I my kid in Ithaca. It's a great way to do it. And I also like that we changed the terminology because these used to be called latchkey kids. Yeah. And now they're called free-range parents. Right. So it's a positive. It's a much more positive. It used to be a negative to uh, not those watch Those latchkey chickens, no one ate latchkey chickens, but free-range chickens. Exactly. <laughs> free-range kids. That's also ridiculous, like they're going to start eating them. But- well, that's a whole movement of people. There's like a free-range kid movement. We've talked about it a little bit in the pod of people who are like, they've, they've coined that term to yes. describe a parenting style of being like, it's gotten too crazy. You know, like, I think it probably, I mean, I can't, I'm not a parent, so yeah. I can't speak for America. I did used to teach kids in China, and I could say free range parenting definitely is needed in China <laughs> right. because they, you can't even, I used to teach at a preschool, and the parents would sit outside and look through the window and watch the entire class. And anytime the parents are watching the kid, the kid won't do anything. They just sit there and look at their parent. The minute the parents leave, they become actual kids and they play with yeah. other kids and stuff. But as long as their parents staring at them through the window, they're not paying attention. Well, yeah, well, that's the whole. Th- that's a lot of theory. Is that like even like we had a playground? Like, yeah. If you say like the fr- like the thing that they'll say is how much time is your kids unsupervised? And you say, well, we went to the playground. Like, well, you're not unsupervised. You're there, even if you're not playing yes. with them. So it's like this idea that when kids are with themselves, like we used to, you grew up in the suburbs, I grew up in the suburbs, we just go out and play football or do whatever. Exactly. You settle, you settle your disputes among yourself. Yeah. And nobody dies. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have, can you imagine, like, you're was, playing street football and your moms are all there watching everyone play? That's what happens now. Like, they go out, I know it's New York City and it's different, but, like, there's, like, a park right outside my apartment. There's a soccer field or a sports field. 
and all these kids are playing soccer, but all their parents are like, or their Seriously? nannies or somewhere are like sitting somewhere. Ugh. I mean, maybe when they get there's a, there is an age, I'm sure, even in this day and age where they're allowed to play themselves. But but I would say we started playing by ourselves when we were like six, seven, maybe something like that. I'm thinking back. I mean, like I remember, I remember a kid getting hit in the head with a rock, <laughs> and no one telling their parents. Yeah. Because everyone just decided, like, we're not going to, no one's going to find out about this. We're not going to have it let it happen. Yeah, no, when I was in, I think first. We were all throwing rocks at yeah, each other. I was in first or second grade. So Teddy's in first grade now. Maybe I was second grade. I was not older than that. I remember my, me and my friend John, we just, like, went. We decided we are going to, like, sleep over in the woods near the house. Yeah. And we were sitting there eating raw onions and reading newspapers over there. Our parents went out on a search party found us. We are not allowed <laughs> to sleep over. But the fact that we were free to even do that. Like I <laughs> also, this is a time when there's uh, where I really there's times throughout the year, and this is one of them where I really wish I was a black comedian, because this is the easiest bit. You're like, oh, white people call it free range. We'll, we'll cements, we we'll, call it just not having a dad. <laughs> it's like the easiest bit ever. I'm sure. Yeah, we need to fe- feed. We this need to bring to, in a black comedian so you can make that joke. Or we got to feed that to Will Savants so they can he can tee it. Well, up. it is like a whole, there, that's a whole bit where it's like like everything. Like if you take like like parenting classes, all these things that we do is. These like white privileged parents sure. do. Like, there's all these things that are just like, what? It's just common sense. You just do that. Like, yes. if you're that, like, it's not even a black white thing, but it's more like a class thing. But it's like, yeah. It, it, the free range is just like, if you don't, if you had to work a job, your kid has to go out. Yes. You let your kid home, you let them do stuff. They, they do things. You're out at work. So, anyway, so all, 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 lazy, all lazy parents move to Ithaca. Done. Next story from CNN. All right. Kaplan. I've Hong Kong. It's coming from Hong Kong. More than 200. Oh no, this isn't Hong Kong. It's from Shenzhen, China. More than 200 runners in China have been disqualified from the Shenzhen Half Marathon after widespread cheating was uncovered following the race on November 25th. Chinese state-run media Xinhua News has said video on traffic cameras caught runners brazenly crossing through a median from one side of a highway to the other to significantly shorten their race by up to three kilometers, which is 1.8 miles. In other cases, according to Xinhua, photos from the race showed two runners with the same numbers on their bibs. So maybe one would run half, the other one would run the second half. Oh, they, they change at some point? They go in a, like, a, like a porta potty I guess one just stops running and the other one keeps running. Right, because I noticed during the New York City Marathon, there's like porta potties, so maybe they meet them there or something, they change. Maybe that. As a result of their actions, competitors wore fake bib numbers or hired replacement runners who or, or who hired replacement runners were banned for life from competing in the annual race, while another 237 were banned for two years. I don't know. Here's What do you think about this? Well, first of all, I'm amazed. A couple things. One thing I'm amazed is that in China, they think they can get away with this when like, China's the country where like they're following people's movements, right? Like, yeah, they have facial recognition scanning all yeah, over the country. Because even like in New York, in America, the New York City Marathon, like we have friends who've run the marathon, and you, there's like an app where you can see where they are at all times. Yeah, they have like a tracking device. That's in America. Yeah, so you can meet them on the path, you know. And yeah, so in China, like they thought they'd get away with this. I, mean, I don't. I mean, <laughs> first of all, I think that half marathons should be banned altogether in the first place. Right, either go all in or nothing. It's all in or nothing. I mean, this thing that we call them a trophy generation. You know how they call them trophy generation. That's I kind of get it, but if you want to be more on the nose, it should be called the half marathon generation because there's nothing. <laughs> what more... about the five k generation though? That's even. <laughs> yeah, but the, no, but people don't. You do a five k and you're not really celebrated. I feel like doing a half marathon, you're celebrated the same yeah. way people are celebrated for doing a marathon, which is double. Yeah, it's double the amount of work. There's, it's like this new thing where even by doing half of it, you still get to like 
to and then to cheat at a half marathon? Yeah, it's. I mean, what are you doing? You really just are, don't do the marathon. You are on to something, and it's not to take shots at the running community who are listening. But everyone who runs, yeah, if you do a marathon, I'm amazed. But like people who run less than that, they're always posting on pictures and I like think how should... proud they are. And my 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 son Teddy even said like. Uh, once when we saw a picture of someone in a thing, he's like, oh, did they win the race? I was like, no, they didn't win the race. They finished the race. And they didn't even finish. They got halfway. <laughs> exactly. They did half a marathon. I mean, I could run a mile. By and, then the like new, record. and then the new thing, cheating on a half, if you're going to cheat, that's cheat what I'm saying, one? cheat on a real marathon. If you're going to run 1.8 miles, yeah. run 1.8 miles on a real marathon. I mean, the only running I do is in, in CrossFit, we run like 400 meters or 800 meters, like a half mile, like more like sprint style. Yes. And there's like, a, you're running, you're running outside and there's like a turn where you could run through like there's a cat, like an auto body shop. Yeah. You cut through that and you would save like a little bit of time. And ever when I'm really tired and there's no one around, I've thought like, I just cut through that. Yes. No one's watching. I don't care about running anyway, but I've never done it. Because I have higher morals. I guess. I, even I'm scared of that. I bet you. <laughs> I don't even think it's morals. I think that either if you don't want to do it, right, just exactly. don't do That's it. That's what I'm saying. It's not even morals. It's like I think I could do that, but what's the point? There's no point. Who cares about like, Just time. don't enter. Yeah, just if, don't enter. If you have, it's not like you're win. None of these people were winning the race. Wait, they basically wanted to get the picture of themselves yes. on, on their social media or something. Yeah, finishing. They but the just, person who started and didn't finish, what did they get? What's I don't the point know. Of them? Were they hired? <laughs> I have no idea. That's a that's a very strange story. Do they have they do people run marathons though? Like twenty six miles in China? Yeah, they do have real marathons, but that's what like you know, like people come in from uh, like Swahili and everywhere. Kenya, Kenya, all that How's stuff. How's the air affect that? No problems. I don't, they, I don't know. They wear gas masks or something. I'm not sure. Or maybe they have multiple people. They get friends to do it for them. But then yeah, they ha I don't. This whole thing is is baffling to me. I will say that one time I was on a subway in Suzhou because they have a marathon in Suzhou. I don't know if it's a half or a full, but they have one in Suzhou every year. And one day I was taking the subway and there were people with their numbers on the subway. And I said to Ye, I was like, these people are cheating at the marathon. And she's like, no, they're not. Don't <laughs> oh, be ridiculous. Oh, they were ridiculous. taking the subway to skip stops? Yeah, they were taking it from one place to the oh other where you could be cheating. I knew the path of the marathon. And she's like, "This, you're being ridiculous. They're not cheating. And then, But I've always thought they were, and then this proves it. I think they I mean, were. if you are ever – I know that when we had the New York City Marathon this year, you like didn't even know what was happening because I saw you that, later yeah, that day. Yeah, I don't know. But if you ever – next year, go – because I'm along the path in Long Island City. But if you go along the path at any point in the marathon – it's like the ultimate like goodwill of like people cheering people on. Yay! Totally. Yay. You're all winners. Yay! Yay! Good job. Keep it up. Everyone's running for charity. Everyone's giving people what. It's like the most. It brings. It makes you actually like people for a second. You're like everyone's so nice for a second. Then you realize right. they're all cheating. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like to cheat at that is just is and there's nothing sacred. It's insane. I don't. Yeah. And the last thing that's kind of amazing about this. So sixteen thousand people entered these. This entered that marathon. Mm. But here's the crazy stat. They have a thousand, more than a thousand marathons a year in China. How is that possible? There's three a day. Well, there's a billion plus people, right? Happening so. all over the place. <laughs> it's Maybe insane. people. That's that. Well, they're half marathons. They could combine them. They'd have five hundred. True. Go on. Last story of the week comes to us from the Daily Mail, Kaplan, one of our favorites. Of course. Phrases like bring home the bacon and take the bull by the horns will go out of fashion to avoid offending rising numbers of vegans, academics claim. Is this a study? Is this another study? This is another study. <laughs> I think we're overboard. Shahiran. How do you feel about the study? Sharina. Well, being a bacon eater, I'm triggered. <laughs> You're triggered. They're coming after you. I'm like in a weird place because I'm usually like against any of this like vegans and. 
this modern world we're living in. Yes. But I'm also not pro-bacon. So I'm How does of- a phrase bring home the bacon, how does that marginalize it's anyone? It's been marginalizing me my whole life. People say <laughs> it. You know, I am not making this up. This goes to what you were saying earlier in the podcast. Somebody on our Disney, we were on a thing and they made a reference. Uh, we we're on the Jungle Cruise. Sure. Which was triggering Teddy left and right because it's it's like a boat ride. It's called the Jingle Cruise during the holidays, where they're wearing a Santa hat and every you know they have like they're, <laughs> oh they're going to tangent. You know they do those writing. There's like um, like there's like Disney, they have a script almost these tour guides where they're yeah. like so they were everything was like a was like a Christmas reference and Teddy didn't catch on except when they made a thing about bringing home the bacon because there was a pig on the cruise. Yeah, and he's like, we don't eat bacon. Oh no. So he's triggered. So he would support this. So you know, can I have a can I give you a billion dollar idea? Yeah, Jewish Disneyland. Right? Yes. That way, Teddy, nothing triggers Teddy. Nothing triggers Teddy. It's and the Orthodox Jews, they're like ten of them that would go. Yeah. And that would be good. I would also I would almost combine. All the rides, Hanukkah themes. Instead of Jewish Disneyland, I would almost make it Jewish YouTube land to make it even better. Because the 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 kids, a lot of these things you see, like Peter Pan and stuff, the kids don't know that anymore. But YouTube, these YouTube characters that people super fast car, super fast car girl, that blonde girl, she could be signing autographs. I have a great (laughs) idea. The egg. The big ride could be a dreidel, Ooh. like a spinning, and you yeah. spin around and like a teacup, but a dreidel. And another thing, you know, like the hair that the Orthodox kids have, the curls. Yes. Make a slide out of the curls. Uh, there you go. That's not gonna work. <laughs> Can you do that? That might be offensive. How is that offensive? <laughs> slide out of the yeah, slide out of the curls. All right. And it's a small world. It just takes you around different, like Brooklyn to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> to Brookline, yeah, to Jerusalem, Israel to, town, Israel town. That can be like one of the, ge- the only the countries that are pro-Israel. You go visit, and it's a small world. That'd be great. All right, maybe we're mixing something up here. Can this you do is- something with a yarmulke? Or is that offensive too? No, yarmulke is good. We could do okay. that. So yeah, the bacon. Uh, it's a real problem. Like you know, I don't eat bacon. Right? You yes. you love it. I love it. I well, you know when we were in Florida. I'll say this is we were in Florida. There was a one day they had like f- different floats they brought to the pool. Like they're really into entertaining the grandkids. So every day they had a different theme in the pool. Okay. So they had all these different floats and they're different foods. Yeah. And I you just it's like every kid for themselves. You're fighting over like everyone wants like the best one. The tacos, very popular. Oh yeah. yeah. Tacos are <laughs> So there's one available. I'm like Ruby. And I went to put her on it, and Teddy's like, She can't you can't go in that, Ruby. It's bacon. I didn't even notice it was bacon. Like that's what I'm saying. Dial in the back. This kid's more Jewish than me. Wait, the float? <laughs> they had a bacon float in the pool. Just shaped. Yeah. It wasn't so, made out of bacon. Yeah, so I should have told you that because it was going to be a surprise gift for you one day when you get a pool. Oh, the comedy career takes off. I would love I'm going to get you float. a bacon float for your pool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, so that's an interesting... I mean, are there other phrases I think there's... Uh, like- there are. There's a couple more. Let me read through them. So these are things you cannot say anymore because it'll trigger people. All right, what do we got? You cannot say, kill, bir- kill two birds with one stone. Who does that trigger? Birds or stone? What's that? What is that? What's the problem? Vegans, I guess. Oh, so the new killing thing, a bird. New thing you have to say is feeding two birds with one scone. If anyone says this, I'm going to kick them in the if nuts. If anyone says feeding two birds, why would you feed two birds with scone? You're not supposed to feed the birds. I don't that know. That rats. The last thing you cannot say to flog a dead horse. No one says that. They say to beat, beat a dead horse. Feed a dead horse. The new one you have to say is to feed a dead. Uh, to feed a fed. To feed a fed horse. That makes no sense. But it doesn't make fed. sense because you're beating a dead horse means the horse is dead. Don't beat him anymore. Leave him alone. Let him die in peace. Yes, exactly. So what's the problem? He's already dead. Well, you didn't kill him. I say to shoot it- a dead horse in the foot. <laughs> uh, the last I mean, one. To say to eat a dead horse, fine. That's offensive. But To feed a fed horse. This is ridiculous. The last one you ha- you cannot say anymore. More than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, that. <laughs> you have to say I more mean, than one way to peel a potato. Oh, my God. But is there? You get a peeler. How many ways are there to peel a potato? 
There's only one way. Is there only one way to skin a cat? I've never skinned a cat. No, um, no. Let me, by, like, I can tell you by experience. <laughs> going, <laughs> going back to those times when our parents didn't watch what we were doing yeah, in uh, were, junior you, high. You were skinning cats? No, like, we were not skinning cats. But I think, I think uh, De'Aaron Roots might have a real-life story about skinning we'll, a cat. We'll get him on the pod to tell us that, yeah. if that's allowed. You know what these people need to do with their time? What's that? I think they need to have some car sex. They need some self. <laughs> need to get a hobby. Self-driving car they need sex. To get a hobby, yeah. I think so. Kaplan, that's it. What should we do? I think we've had enough of each other. Let's get lost. Come see me in Detroit this weekend, everybody. Get lost. Green grass and palm trees, beaches and cool breeze in Bocaton. Blue skies and no snow, that's where the rich go to Bocaton. Partied with the upper middle class, Shiva's rum or champagne in your glass. Poverty gets thrown out on the grass so fast. The rich folks playing Bocaton, Bocaton, Bocaton.